Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. One day you travel to another country just for church. Hallelujah. Well, I bring you greetings. First, Happy New Year to those of you that I have not seen. I believe this year will be a good year for you. It will be a good year for me. It will be a good year for the whole church. Can I get an amen? Amen. Wonderful. I bring you greetings from the founder and bishop of the church, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. He called us for a meeting this week, so I had to dash quickly to Ghana and then be in the meeting. And it's, it was a very good meeting, direction-giving meeting. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes the reason why we don't do well is because we have the wrong vision and then we don't know what to do. Do you get it? Either you, you are doing the wrong thing. You are supposed to be going to school. You say that you are building a business. To build a business. That's one of the reasons why we, so you are doing the wrong thing. And then number two, sometimes you are doing the right thing, but you don't know how to do it. Or what to prioritize, what to do first, what to do next. So going for this meeting has brought direction. What to do, what to chase, what to pursue, and how to do it. Amen. Amen. This meeting was about knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is what to do. Wisdom is how to do it. Do you understand? Yeah, so I bring you greetings from him. Um, I also challenged by his zeal at 60 years, still burning like a 17-year-old. He says this year, everything should double. Do you get it? The church should double. The number of members should double. The income of the church should double. Number of pastors should double. Number of cars should double. Number of marriages should double. Number of people who pass exams should double. Anything that you can count should double. Your prayer life should double. Maybe this last year you were praying one hour a year, one hour a day. This year, two hours a day. You can do it. There's grace for it. You can do it. Hallelujah. Everything should, your income should double. Because if the income of the church will double, it means the income of the church members must double first. This is not completely because some of you don't pay tithe. If you start paying tithe without any increase, the income of the church will double. Do you get just not happy birthday, my dear? Okay. So that's for you, Happy Bear. I came just because of you also. <laughs> but like I'm saying, just by you paying tithe, there will be some increase. But let's assume that we are all born again 2024, 
all 2023 demons have died and now we are all born again. We pay tithe. Tell your neighbor the pastor is talking about you. And he's saying that. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid of your neighbor. Tell your neighbor that the pastor is talking about you. And he's saying that. I said, tell your neighbor that the pastor is saying that. You pay tithes. So don't make him a liar. He's a man of God. So don't turn him into a liar. But on face value, if everybody's income doubles, the church's income will double. May you be one of the people who will receive a doubling. Yeah, God will give. When you look at your job, there's no way they will double your pay. I mean, practically speaking. But you will be surprised. This year, God will give you a supernatural key that will give you another flow of income which you didn't know before. Yeah. What you need for the year is faith. After I finish preaching, God will, I'm going to take a special seed for those who are believing God for their income to double. Can I? If I can't, I still have a chance to go to Deban and preach. But if I leave to Deban, I'll make, I preach in Deban at half past 12. I'll still make it. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. So, receive a grace for doubling. If you used to get 45, start getting ready for 90%. Yeah. Anything you can think about, picture it doubling. The tenders you have, picture them doubling. I, I, somebody gave me a testimony yesterday. She said to me, one lady I know from church, she has brought a tender to me. She got a tender. And the tender is so big that she can't do it by herself. So she has come to see me that. Because I also, I'm also into tendering. I should She's subletting part of the tender to me. When she mentioned the portion she's subletting to me, I realized that I also have to sublet to somebody. <laughs> because even the portion she's giving me, I don't have the capacity for it. So I also now, almost, through me, just as through her, I am being blessed, through me, somebody else's business will be. May you meet somebody like that. May you get a tender that you alone you can't do. In Luke chapter 5, the Bible says, when they saw him, when he saw the multitude, he went into a boat. When they, for the multitude pressed him for the word of God. He went into Peter's boat and asked him to press into the, the, the lake Gennesaret. And then he shared the word of God. And after he shared, he, talked, he told Peter, lay down your net for a draw, for a catch. And when Peter laid down, Peter said, Master, we have toiled all night. All toiling ends in 2023. He said, we have toiled all night, but we have caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. And then he laid down there. The Bible says they caught a great multitude. They encompassed a great multitude of fish. That their nets started to break. And they called their other partners 
to come help. That the, the, the breakthrough that came, they needed to call. The tender was too big. They needed to call other people to come and enjoy some. May you have a breakthrough that you need to call other people to enjoy. Amen. All right. I want to share something little with you from the word of God. How many of you were here last Sunday? Okay. Last Sunday was Covenant Sunday. Is that not so? And we, we made a covenant to be part or to grow the church. Is that not the case? Can I get an amen? amen? The camp I went for, prophet was teaching from the book, Church Growth, It Is Possible. Yeah. So it's a good covenant to have to grow the church. And we are all committing ourselves to, from now till the year, and by August thereabout, you should be able to look in the church and see three people, three fresh people in the church who, through your efforts, they are in the church. I said what? August thereabout, you should be able to come and stand here and look at the church and say, one, two, three, they are in the church because of me. They were not in the church last year, but they have come to the church. Three people. This is not too difficult to do. Everybody can do some. And the secret is that start early. Because how life goes is that you may bring 10 people next week. Some of them will drink water and fall away. We've been Christians for a long time. Do you get it? So if you start early and you even have a big personal target, 10, and then you, you bring them one after the other, one after. When some fall away, if you, they finish cry, you will still have your three. Hallelujah. If you target three, you end up with one. So target about seven, ten. And then you, those who will fall away will fall away. We'll commit them to the Holy Spirit and will be left with the trade that will be established. Can I get an amen? amen? Good. And this year is also the year of work. So this is the work we are going to do for the Lord. Matthew 25 is the piece of scripture I want to read and share a few truths with you this morning. I read from verse 40. He says, for the kingdom of heaven... It's as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now, it's important to note here quickly that this parable, God is the master and we are the servants. Now, I need to make this clarification because when you listen to a parable and you don't know who represents what, you can easily get it wrong. You can think it's about money. Maybe it's not about money. For example, in John 15, Jesus said, I am the true vine, I am the tree. My father is the husbandman. Before, from verse 1, he says, I am the true vine, my father is the husbandman. You are the branches. Are we together? It's like, before I go on to tell you what I'm telling you, I want everybody to know what they represent. So, my father God, he is the farmer. Me, Jesus, I am the tree. And then you, Christians, you are the branches. So, any, as you read, when you see the farmer, you know he's talking about God. When you see the tree, you know he's talking about Jesus. When you see branches, you know that he's talking about you. John 15. So, they can see it. Verse 1 says, I am the, I am the vine. Verse 5, he says, I am the vine, you are the branch. Just in case you are not getting it, you are the branches. Verse 1. Verse 1. 
says, I am the true vine. My father is the farmer. I am the tree. You see, when you have this type of King James English, sometimes we don't understand. I am the tree. My father is the farmer. You are the branches. So in this parable we are also reading, God is the master and we are the servants. Now, why am I mentioning, why is it important for us to know our role? Somebody who is a servant is somebody who provides a service on a regular basis. I can't call you my servant. I mean, I can't call Pastor Zolile's wife my servant because she served me food once. When I go to her house, by the grace of God, she serves me food. But I can't call her my servant. But my wife serves me food all the time. So I can call her my servant. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Because whatever she does, she da- I mean, you can't call me your driver because I gave you a lift. You, you are who? Bongi. Because you gave me a lift. Now I say you are my driver. You gave me a lift only once. You can't be my driver. You only become my driver if you give me the lift every day, repetitively, consistently. You are every day, maybe five days a week or three days a week. You take me. I'm going here. Take me here. Then you bring me. Then Wednesday you take me. Then you bring me. Then Friday you take me. Then then if it's consistent, then I can say that you are my driver. But if you don't do it regularly, it means you. It's just a once-off. Can I get an amen? It means the day I don't have a li- I don't have a lift, I can't come and say, or the day I don't have food, I can't come and say, Unati, where's my food? But when I see my wife, I can answer that, hey, what's happening? Has the Lord not spoken to you? Hey, have you not heard from God? Can I get an amen? So if we are the servants in this story, it means whatever we are doing for God, we have to do it consistently, repetitively, consistently and repeat. Not that you do it once. Some of us do things in the church once and then we say we are working for God. I mean, can you say that you work at your workplace, you go there once a year? No. Wherever you work, you go there. How how many of you work? Oh, you work. You? Really? How many times do you go to your workplace? A week. Five times, sometimes six. In one week. A week of seven days. You go six times. Then the next week, you go again. Ah, but you've gone enough. You go the next week. Then the next week, you go again. Then the next week, you go again. Then you are finished for the year. Throughout the year. Then when the year ends... You started. So last year you were going. And this year you are going. That's what makes you a worker. So we can't say that we are working for God. When you say it's a year of work. And then whatever we are doing, we do it only once. Once off. You see, bishop, bishop, bishop. I like the way you pray powerfully about the work of God. So I'm going to work for God next Tuesday. I'm going to do what you are saying on Tuesday. Then after Tuesday I'm done. It can't be. It can't be. What it is is that you did God a favor. But to say you are working for God, you have to do it consistently, regularly, without fail. 
at your workplace, there's a working time. You can't say you are coming at night. The office opens during the day. You say, look, kushushu. So I'm going to come in the night when it's cold. Remember one of our presidents who is running for president again. He said, we'll go to the moon. We'll go to the sun. And they said the sun will be too hot. It's too hot. Nobody can go. They said, we'll go in the night. <laughs> you can't come in the night. Let's go. This is just by the way. Verse 2, verse 2, verse 2, verse 2. So my preaching has four points. I've given you the first one. And to one he gave five talents. What's the first point? We are servants. God, God is the master. We are the servants. Okay. And unto one he gave five talents, another two, another three. Every man, according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Verse, verse next one. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made five other talents. Next one. And likewise, he that had received two also gained two talents, two other talents. Next one. But the he that had received one went and digged the earth and hid the Lord's money. After a long time, it's always after a long time. After a long time, the Lord of, the, of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five. Behold, I have gained five talents, five talents more besides them. Then, he that, then the Lord said, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful with a few things. You will be made ruler of and enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. And the Lord said, well done, good and faithful. Thou hast been faithful with a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then, 25. Then he that had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thou was a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, gathering where you have not strawed. I was afraid, and I went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. Next verse. And the Lord answered and said, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I'm a hard man reaping where I have not gathered where I have not straw. Thou should, next verse, thou should, thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. Then at my coming, I should receive my own with usury. I think we should read one more verse. Therefore, take the talent from him and give unto him that has ten talents. He that had shall be given he that had not do take from him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you read the story, the first thing we learned is what I've shared with you, that we are stewards and servants of the Lord. God is the master and he has delivered unto us talents. The second point is that God gave everybody talents. He gave one person five talents. He gave one person Two talents. He gave one person one talent. Usually when we read this story, immediately we look at the numbers in question. That why God is being partial. Why did he give this one five and this one two and this one one? Bible says he gave them according to, he gave every man according to his several ability. Which means he gave them what each person could handle. Can I get an amen? 
what each person could handle. Now, since this ends, come. I want to give her, now you'll be there, be, be here, be paused. Now, the talents represent many things. One of the things it represents is opportunities. Yeah. When you have money, it's an opportunity. When you have a car, it's an opportunity. When you have a job, it's an opportunity. So, it represents opportunities. What opportunity did it represent? It represented an opportunity to do something. Which is what we are all being given this year. An opportunity to work for the Lord. To do something for God. And Bible says, he gave everybody according to what they could handle. Now, those of you who are complaining, this is 60 cents. I want to give you an opportunity. Have you seen people carry the pulpit before? Hey, I'm asking you a question. You've seen some before. You'll be jealous. You'll be jealous of them. Have you been jealous of them? That they come, they carry the pulpit, they take pictures, everybody's looking at them, and they are moving the pulpit. Is that not so? Today is your chance. Move the pulpit. Please, move the pulpit from here. Lift it. Don't drag it. This pulpit, we imported this pulpit from abroad. We didn't make it in Pastor Presel's shop. No, we impo- it's an imported pulpit. Is, it costs dollars. So you can't drag it. But the opportunity I'm giving, since you want the opportunity of the five talents, I'm giving you the five talent opportunity to move this pulpit to this spot so that you and the people who move the pulpit, you become the same. Please cheer her on for me. Sisi Kaoleza. Attempt. People are cheering you on. Hey. Now, now you, you hold on there. How many of you think that it's unfair to ask this little girl this little piscolated girl. When we say something is piscolated, it means it's very small to give her this great responsibility to carry all by herself. So the master thought about it that if I give this girl this great opportunity, she will not be able to do anything. Sometimes, you see, I could have said this year, everybody attempt to establish 10, 15 people in the church. When you even hear the number, the audacity of the number, it's like the number is audacious. When you hear it, you, you will not even do one. You look at, even the number will discourage you because in three years, that you have been born again. Not even one person is in the church. I have people that, when I say let's do basenta work, they become, it becomes so discouraged, they want to even backslide. Sometimes I give people, me, when I work with you, sometimes I give you holidays. Because I see that the work is trying to kill your Christian life. So you take a sabbatical for a month, two months, and come back with full vim and strength. But if I were to say, 50, carry my water for me. When I'm thirsty, 
Come and stand here. When, I'm, when you see that the preaching is not flowing through my throat, then you signal me that you need water now. Can you do that one? Will you be able to do that? Please go and sit here. This is your job for today. You want? Uh, yeah. Even you see, she's bringing ideas. Let's cover it so that James. When I said the pulpit, she didn't. She couldn't even move. The master look at. Uh, please sit in front. You are now a pastor in charge of water. Sit here. Aquatic pastor. So the master looked at all of them and said, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. So because of that, I'm giving you according to what you can do. I mean, I've given the whole church, everybody should try to establish three people in the church. But there are some people in the church, their job is to establish ten people in the church. Some people to this year, they must have 50 people. I've not told them yet. I came today specially to come and tell them. By the time I finish church today and I go, I would have told them. The closest they can get is to avoid me. That will be an escape. I avoid me for today. You get why every man according to their several abilities. God is not giving you what you cannot handle. You see, you look, we all look at this as money. So we think the more you get, the better. But look at it as responsibility. You now even be feeling, hey, why did God give the other guy five? Because remember, the other guy, what made him qualify for well done, good and faithful servant is that he, he gained five more. And the one who had two, he gained two. He didn't gain five. He gained two. And he got the same reward. So this guy who had one, perhaps his job was just to gain one more. One. Just one. I'm sure if he said, Master, thou deliverest unto me one talent. Behold, I've gained one more. He would have gotten the same reward and said, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in, thou been faithful with a little. Enter into the joy of Look, church, God is giving us an opportunity to do something for him this year. If your Christian life is just Sunday to Sunday, come to church on Sunday, dance to two slow songs, three fast songs. Then after that, give an offering. And then the pastor will preach and you go home. That is finished. Your Christian life will not be exciting. How, maybe in the first year of your Christianity, it will be okay. But by the second year, it will start getting boring. It will start getting boring. Every day you are eating beans. Every day you are eating beans. You will be bored. Every day, pap. pap what is your, the food that? Uh, putu. Every day, putu. Every day, putu. You will be bored. I mean, Pastor Spa eats putu. That's his favorite meal. But I'm sure... He doesn't eat it every day. Do you eat it every day? I would have come to your house to come and cause a commotion in your house. I will say your wife is not serving you well. He eats putu. Maybe in a week of seven days, how many days does he eat putu? Three. So the other four days he doesn't eat. He eats rice. And what else? Jeke. Pasta. Yeah, he mixes it up. 
But every day putu. Every no 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 no. I mean I eat rice a lot. Pastor Pastor Spas putu is my rice. Putu to Pastor Spa is rice to me. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If you see Pastor Spa eating putu, it means I'm eating rice. I can eat rice every single day. It won't spoil anything. But I will not accept it. There must be some change. Even the rice, there must be some change in the rice. It can't always, sometimes it must be plain rice. Sometimes it must be fried rice. Sometimes it must be jollof rice. Sometimes it must be rice balls. Sometimes it must be rice and beans. You know, there must be some variation. You can't every day, white rice. Every, I mean, am I trying to bleach my skin? So if your Christian life is just going to be Sunday to Sunday, you come to church, then you go. That's a very nice Christian. You come to church, then you go. I mean, I, I, some of my church members, I wish they would just come to church every Sunday. When I see them coming to church every Sunday without faith, I'll give a testimony and glorify. I'll give God an offering. Because that will be a miracle. That will be the one talent that they are using. But if you are sitting here listening to me today, your Christian life must be more than that. You come to church on Sunday, we do the Sunday things. During the week, there must be other things you do that lead to other people also coming to church. So Sunday is like the final presentation of our Christian life. The Sunday, when you, this year be the time that I will not challenge, yeah, yeah, do your job. I mean, one talent. Do the job. You must be you must be ready to be coming to church every Sunday with somebody. That might be the reason why God will give you a car. Yeah. You have a car, is that not so? Yeah, you still have it, right? You drive it. You never come with it empty. It was full today. Yeah, that's it. It should even get full today. You how many are your family members? Your house alone. Okay. I don't know what strategy, which strategy you use, but you are, you are four. So all four of you were in the car. Plus one more person. That's what made the five. That's your household. I won't accept it. I won't, it's good, but I won't accept it. Like when you are born again first, the first thing is you and your household. Um, Acts says that, Luke says in Acts that, believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved, even your household. So when you are saved, the first group is the people in your house. But after that, after that, are you following what I'm saying? The reason why I only accept it is because Bongi has been doing that for a long time. By now we should be graduating to the next. You see, so it may not be a bishop, how can, so if she has seven people, how would they fit in their car? They may not fit in her car, but they will be coming to church because of her. They will be coming. So if God decides that, hey, Bongi, the way you are bringing people, let me bless you with a seven-seater, then it's space for more people. Maybe yours in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you, you bolt and you come. You bolt, you and your friend. This year, the same boat, same cost. Two other people must. It, you must be deter- When you leave here on Sunday, the thing that should be going to, this is the opportunity God has given to you to do something for him. The thing that should be going to your mind is that, 
who is going to come with me to church this Sunday? Like the next, you have seven days. As you are going to do Monday, when you enter your classroom, you start watching all the people in the in the class, and you start speaking in tongues. Branda la babu bande de yabanta paya kampato taye bande lebe sampata tota. It has fallen on this guy. You are the my target for this week, and you use the whole week to work on that person. So that Sunday, that's the person you are. Per adventure, that's the person you are going to establish in Christ this year. It's an opportunity. You see, when somebody marries you, you see, like this, this, this girl, every time I come here, I, I used to, even the day I came that she was not here, I asked, where is she? I've, by me using her, I've given everybody an opportunity to know her. I mean, even if it's your first time today, you have seen that there's somebody. I, I, when I went to church, when went, what did they preach in church? Oh, the pastor told somebody how to carry a, a water, a water for God. You will not. There was a slum girl. The pastor has carried a pulpit, but couldn't carry so gave her water. At least you remember sixty cents that she carried the water. Do you get it? So anytime God gives you something to do, he's giving you an opportunity. An opportunity. The talents represented an opportunity to do something for God. It can't be that all your Christian life is God do something for me. How many of you have things you want God to do for you? I have a lot of things. If you see my lips, you put your hand down. You will say that God is busy. I said what? If you see the number of things I need God to do for me, you feel pity for God that you, you God should do yours next year. Because bishops own this a lot. Everybody, you say God is busy. Everybody has things we need from God. But the relationship, imagine you have a friend that every time the friend is looking for something from you, never is there a chance where the friend is doing something for you? I mean, you'll be tired of the friendship. That's a pest. That's a leech. Although say a friend in need is a friend indeed. Look, you are always, how can you always be a friend indeed? That's a parasitic friendship. Yeah. That's why anytime we clap for mosquitoes, we are trying to kill them. Because our relationship with mosquitoes, we get nothing from them. They are always sucking our blood. So when we see them, we try to clap for them to kill them so that we can end their friendship. Do you want God to end his friendship with you? That you are always sucking from him? At least, look, you can't do for God as much as God does for you. But at least do something for God. I, everything my children have, I provide. But once a while, even from my provision, they do something for me. When I see the little they do, I'm so impressed that, wow, you did this. They would do something. When they left, when they traveled recently, it's like L.P. Joel said, Musa should come and live in my house because the people who do dishes in my house have traveled. So he should be coming to do dishes. He and Lindo, they should be taking turns. You go and do the dishes, then you come. Yeah, they provide something. In return, it may not be commensurate, it may not be direct in size, but it's something. Is there one talent that they can do? You too.
do something for God, he's giving you an opportunity. And I'm saying, sing for God, dance for God, clap for God, do video for God, take pictures for God. But in addition to it, all of us collectively, let us grow the church of God, that souls will be won and people will go to heaven. Do the different, different things we all do in the church. I'm a preacher in the church. Let's all do the different things we do in the church. But in addition to that, one thing that we are all doing in common is to help to grow God's church. It's an opportunity. Number two. Or number three. Everybody was expected to trade with the opportunity. Every servant was expected to trade or to work with the opportunity. Please give me the scriptures. Next verse. Then he that had received five talents went and slept. Are, are, you, are we together? No, please, I'm waiting for you to wake up. Let's drink water whilst they are waking up. He that had received five talents left the church. He that had received five talents went to start eating. He went and did what? Traded. Which means the word traded is he went and worked with the opportunity. He took the opportunity seriously and he worked with it. This year, work with the opportunity you have been given. He worked. The only way the opportunity can yield more is when you work with it. Likewise, he who has received two talents. He also went and traded. Look at it. He said, seven. He said, likewise, he that had received two also gained two others. But what did he do? He traded with it. The same thing. Likewise, in that same way. Remember, he was talking about the first guy. So he said, in that same way, the same method he used, he worked with it. You can't sit down and be smiling. He said, I'm going to do this work. Hmm. After church, let me tell you something. Look, this opportunity that God has given to us, it's a very great opportunity. Look, I, I really, the way Bishop was saying it, I could feel it in the middle of my heart, which we call in the Zulu tongue, in Gabakati. I could feel it in the Gabakati that it's a very serious, serious thing, very serious, very serious thing. Yes, I really feel for Bishop. And I feel for God. It's very serious. And then you just sit there. No. Doing nothing will bring nothing. Nothing happens when nothing happens. I say it again. Nothing happens when nothing happens. If you do nothing, you will have nothing. Everybody must get up and work. That was what he was saying. So if you look at the other guy, the third guy, he who received one, he went and then he dig the earth. He just went to save it in his, he wrote it in his notebook and then went to put the notebook at home. That he dig the earth and he hid the master's talent. That's all. He went to save it. To hide it means he went to save it. He didn't go to throw it away. He went to save it. 
He went to save it. Look, we must work with the opportunity. That's why I let them sing that song. Work on whilst you have the light. Work on whilst you have the day. Work whilst it is day. A time is coming, you can't work much. This year, everybody must work. Wives must work. Husbands must work. Young men must work. Young ladies must work. All of the thing, When you ask us, what do we have in common? Work. Work. If you ask, we work, we will bond. We will bond. We will bond. We will bond. We will fight a bit. We will laugh a bit. We will cry a bit. It's all part of because we are working. You will go, the people will serve you the week that you work the most. That's the week that they won't show up. You will be coming, you will be crying. That, oh, today I'm coming. And then, unfortunately, that's the day me too, I will come here. The day that I will come here, that's the day that they didn't appear. All the work you did, you invited all your work colleagues. They didn't come. You started to talk. You even took them to lunch. Because of that, one of the lunch time, you bought their lunch for them, just in case. Then on Sunday, they don't show up. Then that's the Sunday I've come and Bongi, where are your people? Hey. Oh, and I gave you work to do, you won't do it. Then you go home, you are sad. You want to cry. But then, as you are going, you are walking with Zenande. She too, her people didn't come. So you go on a crying fellowship together. You cry a little, she cries, lean on me, yeah. You cry together, she cries in Osa, you cry in Zulu. <clears throat> but then you cry together. Immediately you see, even your relationship with Zenande will change because the feeling you will get is that Bishop doesn't understand how much work you did this week. If he was here last week, you would have seen the number of people you brought. Because Zenande too, the same thing happened to her. She will also be feeling that, mm, I, I understand your point. I get, don't you see that when people have a broken heart, they become friends. Two broken hearted girls, they'll be friends. Or two broken hearted men, they'll be friends. The thing that is keeping them together is their broken heart. When people get a breakthrough, you see they become friends. That's what is keeping them together. Amos T.T., the Bible says, two people, no two people can work together, except they have something to agree on. Maybe husband and wife. Your wife has brought some people, and then you have also worked, and then nobody came. As you are going, you'll be discussing. You'll be saying, you see, my people, this is what I did. Then you'll also be saying, ah, Okay, me, I didn't do this. So then you have something to do. Instead of going home to quarrel over the food that there was no salt. I said, instead of going home to go and quarrel about the supper that there was not enough salt in it. You are so bothered about the people you are bringing that. When you get to it, it's like, look, okay, bring the food like that. Let's just eat because the way I can't wait for tomorrow to come. So that I go and chase these people that I work on the whole week. I just want something for myself, food for the belly, so that I go and sleep. Today is not the day for serving colors. But if you are doing nothing, you are not working with the opportunity. You have more time. So by, by, when you get home, there's nothing bothering you. So you just sit down. You say, bring the food. They say, where is the start? I want soup for starters. Is, it, is this today's soup or last week's soup? When you don't do anything, you complain about so many things. 
I heard that somebody went to church. She, was, she complains about everything. One day she complained that the communion that they gave, the bread was not baked today. It was break, baked yesterday. you do nothing, you have time to complain. I have watched over the years in the church people who complain, usually they do nothing. When you are busy doing something, look, you, you sometimes even understand the person who didn't, who made the mistake, because you also remember when you also made mistakes. You, it's not like you don't say it all, but you say it with understanding. Yeah, understand. Even sometimes the thought that goes here, what can I do to help? So we ought to work. We ought to work. And then number three, I finish with this one. Number three. Or number four. Number four is each one could have done many other things with the opportunity given them. Let's look at the guy who did not. He says, then he that had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man. Reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not strawed. Therefore, I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent. Now have that which is thine. So he came and said, look, I don't want any problems. So what you have given to me, I've brought it back. End of story. End of story. Then the master said, please give me the master. He said, whatever you are thinking is true. He said, you wicked and lazy servant. You know that I reap where I have not strawed. I have not sown. And gathered, gather, gather where I have not strawed. Then he now started to come. He said, you should have. You should. He said, the master started to show the guy that there are many things you could have done. Many things you could have what? Done. He said, thou oughtest to have put my money at the exchanges. So that at my return, I will get my money and something. I will get the talent and something. Just returning the same talent to me is a sign of wickedness and a sign of laziness. Which is, if I, when I was going, I knew you wouldn't do anything. And I'd even left my money with the exchanges. By the time I can, I would have received something. There are many things we can do. It's not just even only we say, oh, we are growing the church. We are winning souls, so that's all. There's prayer. There's visitation. There's follow-up. We have something even in the church called telepastoring. Do you know about telepastoring? What is telepastoring? Telepastoring is you take a list of people on Sunday, and your job is to call them throughout the week and make sure they come to church on Sunday. You could have done that. You see, Bishop, my work is said that I'm very busy. Uh, you see, the souls usually they are around in the evenings, but in the evenings in my area, there are gunshots. You see, the people, the people, the people from, from, from Ghost Town, they are shooting, they are shooting the other people, the other people from Cape Town. So in the night, I'm not able to come outside my house to come and win souls. You could have taken a list from that. How many of you today is your first time? Today is the first time you are coming to church. Wow, wow. First time. First time. Please keep your hand up. I want to, I want to use it for some. 
One, one, two, three, four. Okay, thank you very much. Imagine these four people who have come today for the first time. That after church, you, that you have been in the church for a long time. You say, look, the people who take their numbers, please give me their numbers. Do you get it? During the week, I'm going to call each one of them and check on them. Not that you are looking for a hookup. You are calling each one of them to check on them. I mean, brother, wouldn't you be happy if somebody called you for that? What's your name, sir? Nice one. Kingsford. Yeah, Kingsford. Wouldn't you be happy if during the week, maybe Tuesday, then somebody calls you. Hello. When you pick the phone, usually you have a deep voice on Tuesday. So, hello. Kingsford, hello. So, hello, my name is Stabile. I'm calling you from church. Uh, which church? Oh, I, I, you were in church on Sunday. Remember, you were in church. Remember that tall pastor who was wearing green? That church? Yeah. It, it, should we say, yeah. how many churches do you go to? But she can't tell you, so... It's not a nice thing to say so. So, that church that you came to on Sunday. Oh, oh, oh I remember, I remember. I, I remember. Yeah, I, oh. Why are you calling me? Oh, I just wanted to check. I was calling to just check on you. See how your week is going so far. First, I want to say thank you so much for coming to visit us in the church. We are so, we're, we're so honored. It's not everybody. This is stably speaking, eh? It's not everybody that we invite that they show up, and you showed up. We are really grateful on behalf of the pastor and the people in the church. We want to say a big thank you to you for coming. Also, then you say, oh, don't mention it, don't mention it. It's not a problem at all. I, I, I enjoy the service very much. I like the way the pastor preaches. He moves from praise to praise. He's at Cougar's Dub, then he moves to Human's Dub. There you go. It makes sure that you don't feel sleepy. But sometimes when they move very fast, I feel dizzy. But uh, because I'm sitting down, I don't fall down. So, so thank you. Thank you at all. And so, oh, I, I also called to check on you to see how your week is doing. I'm not a doctor, but I'm checking on you, you know, to see how you are doing. So, oh, thank you so much. God bless you. I, 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 I'm sure, I'm sure you will come again. So, oh, yes, most definitely, most definitely, I will come on next on next Sunday by the grace of Almighty God. I will come next Sunday. So, oh, wonderful! I'll be so glad to meet you face to face, so that you can put a face to the name Stabile. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Then so, how would I see? How would I see? Ooh, ooh. Who, 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 who is there stability when I can? Oh, don't worry at all. I'll call you again on Saturday. And then when you come, when you come, I, I'll be standing by the gate waiting for you to say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, God bless you. And then that's it. How hard is this? How hard is this? Two minutes, you are done. Not much data. Five megabytes. Even less. Then you are done. Then you hang up. Then you call my sister at the back. My sister, what's your name? Unami. Yes. You call Unami. Hello, sis Unami. All right, Nam. So, all right. Uh, 
Stabile from Lighthouse. Oh, okay. You are the one that the pastor mentioned your name in the preaching. Yes, it's, it's, it's me. I just wanted to check on you. How are you doing? How's work? Oh, work was okay, but today, you know, my boss was in a mood, you know, Charlie. The mood, he was, he was just shouting all over the place. Oh, really? May God give you strength and grace and wisdom on how to, to, to handle this your boss so that he doesn't shout at you and everything. I was just checking to see how you are doing. I'd like to be your friend in the church as we all serve God together. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That's also good. Then you, then you finish. So I'll call you again. God bless you. Boom. Then you call the next person. Then, then why can't it be done? Why can't you? In 10 minutes, you'd have done four people. And that's it. Then you just leave it. Friday, you call them again. Because usually people forget. After you call them, um, Hollard called them, Avbob called them, Telcom called them, they owe at Mr. Price. Mr. Price also called them. Do you get it? Yes. And they did triple M. It didn't work out. So um, there's somebody who's also calling them because they introduced somebody to triple M and it didn't work out. So, uh-huh. so Saturday, then you call them again. It. Why can't you do it? Meanwhile, you move around, you say you don't have friends. You say nobody likes you. You are always lonely. It's through this by the time you realize about 20 people in the church. Every week they call you because you used to call them. Now they are stable, so they, they want to return the favor. So you'll be, Stabile will be sitting there at work, working on them. Kingsley will call. Hey, Sister Stabile. I just thought about you. I said I should also call you and check on you. You remember you said you are not my doctor, but you check on me too. I'm not your doctor, so I'm also checking on you. Same, 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 same. I'll see you on Sunday. Why not? Your life will not even be boring again. Yeah, your life will not be boring again. There are many things that can be done. So, as for me, I can even pray. I pray for the church. God, keep the church. Bless the church. Bless the people in there. Some of you can take this doubling, this vision of the church doubling, and just pray that, Lord, double everything in the church. It's something you are, it's like, you should have taken my money to the exchanges. I pray, I'm closing, I pray that each one of us will join our hands with God and look at the varying things we can do to help to establish the people in in Christ and establish the people in the church. The wicked servant, he just decided that trading he can't trade, so he can't do anything at all. But may it not be your story. I said, may it not be your story. Look, Jesus said in Revelations that, behold, I come quickly and my reward is in my hands. One day Jesus will come and you have things. He will come. And you have things. He will come. Anytime I travel, I bring things. I bring things. Well, the guy who picked me from the airport, he said, how long did you travel for? Just these six days that you travel, look at the way your things are a lot. As though you have been gone for one year. Yes, I went with empty bags. I traveled with empty bags. And I returned heavy. My everything is full. When I was coming back, four bags, all of them are full. You know, I, when I was traveling, only one bag had things in it. The rest, I took them empty. Why? 
Because I can't come back empty-handed. When I come, I must have something to show. Many people must, be, must benefit from the travel that I travel. And so what am I going to benefit from the travel? The prophecy I gave to you. The prophecy I gave to you. That's what you are going to benefit. The prophecy. Jesus said, I'm coming. 50 cents. Jesus said, he's coming. And one day he has a reward. The reward has your name written on it. He says, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. This reward, I'm going to give it to people according. There's another one that said, be careful so that somebody doesn't take your reward. So Jesus is coming. He has rewards. And he's looking at the work we are going to do for him. And he has the rewards for us. Some of us, this is what is going to bring you peace of mind. Some of you, this is what is going to give you a permanent job. Some of this is what is going to give you a better job. This is what is going to make you pass properly in school. Some of you, this is what will give you a car. So different things. But they are rewards from God. Will you take up the work and do it? Or you just be like somebody else and say, oh... This one will do it. When you look, even I look at that, I see those with muscles. They are the ones who should do it. The rest of us, we should just sit back and watch them. No. But may you be among the people who work so that you will get a reward. Stand to your feet and let's pray to the Lord and thank him right now. Behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. God is coming with a reward. May you get your reward in the name of Jesus. According to your work. According to the work that we do. May nobody, maybe even today is your first time. Do you know why I like first time? Is First time, you see, when you have been in the church for a long time, sometimes you have gone through all your friends. Everybody at your workplace, you have invited them to Christ and to church already. That one is finished. Everybody at your school. Everybody in your area. So when we say work, you don't even know where else <coughs> to go to. But when people come first, first to Christ, they have a lot of friends like themselves. And church and Christ people. And even they have more opportunity because you, there you are. You, when I got born again, I used to play football with my friends. Every day. Every day. Then I got born again. and I invited all of them, one by one, one by one, one by one, to church like that. Many of them who came, they didn't stay. But one of them who stayed, I said, one, listen carefully. Like Jacob said, listen properly. One of them who stayed, are you ready for this? The one who stayed, today, He's the UD Archbishop. Yeah. The one who stayed. The one I invited who stayed in the church. He's the UD Archbishop. He's the Archbishop. Yeah. So when they were making him an... My name was in the book. My name was part of his story. That I brought him to church. How many people was I playing football with? Maybe almost 20 people. This one will come. He said he has seen a girl in the church. But the girl... Uh, then he will leave. This one will kind of say, oh, the church, they speak English too much. Then he will leave. This one will kind of say, the church, 
the way the pastor preaches, I don't understand. Then they will say the church, like that. But the one that stayed. Some of you will be surprised that the one who will stay because of you, 10 years time, when you look at the person, you'll be so glad that you responded to God's work. So glad. Can you imagine the person I brought to church today is even a big guy. Another guy I brought, in fact, the second person. Even here, I met him on Friday. He became a bishop even before me. Yes. I was his shepherd. He became a bishop. I was a member in the church. I was called Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. One day you look at it and say, wow, I'm so glad I brought this person to Christ. I'm so glad I witnessed to this person. I'm so glad I helped to stabilize this person in Christ and in the church. When you look at what the person has become. May God give you that grace to do something for him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift up your hands and just thank God for this. For tal- Maybe you have five talents. Maybe you have two talents. Maybe you have one talent. Thank God for the opportunity that he has given to you. That he has given to all of us. Begin to thank God right now. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God right now. Thank God. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this great opportunity to do something for you. Of doing something into your vineyard, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Do something for you, Lord. Do something for you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this. We are grateful. Thank you, O God. We will not fail you, Lord. We will not fail you. Give us the grace. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes. Tell God that you will not fail Him. Promise Him that this year you will not fail Him. You will not fail Him. You will not fail Him. As He gives us the grace and He gives us the strength, we will not let Him down. We will not fail Him. We will not fail Him. In the name of Jesus, we will not fail Him. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the chance. Thank you for the opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty Holy Spirit. Help us. You are the Lord of the harvest. Except you draw the people in. Nobody can draw them in. Help us. Fill us. Equip us. Strengthen us. To draw many people into Christ. This year. As our work. For you Lord. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. To be servants. And stewards. In your vineyard. We are grateful Lord. We thank you Lord. Help us. Help us to achieve it. May we look back in joy and excitement that our little effort coupled with your help has brought forth fruit in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless you. Thank you for everybody who's here and every heart that is listening to me. Holy Spirit, stir each of us up to do this great work for you in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, say a nicer amen. Amen. Are you happy that you get a chance to work for God? Oh, you'll be surprised at some of the people who come to Christ because of you. 
will be establishing. Some of you, even maybe the person you are going to witness to, through that person, you will get the job you have been looking for. That person will be the door. I have people in the church because they got a job somewhere. Other people have gotten jobs. If they didn't get that job there, other people won't get jobs. So you'll be surprised. You are going to bring somebody through that person. You will become a tender premier. Yeah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. You are here this morning and say, Pastor, please pray with me. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Maybe this is where you came to church. But you know, you come to church. But you know in your heart that either you are not born again or you have never taken Jesus seriously. Today, you wanted to mark the beginning of a new road with the Lord. A new, a a good time to begin a walk with God is this time of the year. A new road with God, with Jesus in your heart as your Lord and your Savior, his blood washing away your sins and all your mistakes. That you, you become the Lord of your life and the one who guides your life. You are here like that. You want to make this choice and this decision. And say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want you to lift up your right hand quietly, wherever you are. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, from today, I want to take God seriously. I want to be born again. I want to surrender my life to Jesus and take the Lord, my walk with Christ seriously. You are here like that. Please lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift up your hands, I'll pray with you. If your hand is up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to just come to me, I'll pray with you. Lifted up your hand, just come to me. Come to me, ma. Come to me quickly, I'll pray with you. You lifted your hand, just come to me. I'll help you to pray. I'll help you to pray. I'll help you. Pray this prayer with me, all of you here. Pray, say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today, just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess and declare today that I am born again. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. From today, you are the Lord of my life. You are the Savior of my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Now say, Satan, from today, I no longer belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I'm a child of Jesus. I'm washed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for mommy here. Let your grace be upon her. Let this day mark the beginning of your supernatural guidance and presence over her life. Watch over her with jealous eyes. Let the devil not have a way in her life, oh God. In the name of Jesus, may she be covered and protected by that same blood that washes her, Lord. The blood that Jesus shed on Calvary's cross. Let it be her guide, let it be her protection. In the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for this young man. Let today mark the beginning of a serious walk with you. Achieve great things with his life. Fill him with your spirit. Deliver him from every struggle that he has. Spiritual struggles, physical struggles, emotional struggles, financial struggles, demonic struggles, spiritual, any type of struggle that he has. Deliver him from him and strengthen him by the power of the Holy Ghost to stand for you, to live for you, and to work for you. 
in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. God bless you, brother. What's your name? Ma Emmanuel. Wow. Ma'am, what's your name? Lolo. Lolo. Wow. Nice name, Lolo. You see that lady over there with the follow me sign? Yeah, she wants to give you something quickly. But let's do it after the service, okay? Can we? Is it possible? Immediately after the service, we can do that, yeah. Right after church, she will speak to you, okay? Money, you see that guy, that girl over there? She works with SEA sometimes. She can, yeah, that one, okay. God bless you. Thank you very much. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated in the presence of God. Are you blessed you came to church today? I'm blessed I came to church today. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed I came to church today. Wow. Want to take an offering this morning? Remember I told you at the beginning of the service that this is a prophecy that um, a charge. You see, sometimes a prophecy comes in a charge. It's like an assignment, a duty that you have been given. And I said, I will let people sow into it. Because the only way the income of the church can double is your income doubling. The only way it can increase is your income increasing. If your income doesn't increase, because we don't receive money from anywhere, from Sasa, from ANC, from, what's the name of Zuma's party? MK forward. Yeah, we don't receive anything from Kontowasizwe. And then, who's the EFF? That's for them, they will give us nothing. I mean, they are looking for money so much that they won't give us anything. No, no, SABC, any, nobody gives us anything. Even Avbop, they don't give us anything. Do you get it? So, it's you getting an increase that increases what the church has. So, if God is going to bless the church, God must bless you first. You are the channel. Tell, tell your neighbor, I am the channel. I am the channel. God has to bless the church through me. Uh-huh. So, I want you to believe God. I don't want a lot of envelopes because it's, it's not a mass production. How many envelopes are those? Count for me, 12 envelopes. It's not a mass production because you have to believe it. Also, you take our envelope and go and put Some of you have seven envelopes from since COVID at home. Seven. I, I counted. Oh, uh, Bishop, is six. How about the one that you put in your textbook? You see that you didn't count that one. Seven. Seven. Uh-huh. So it's a faith something. Believe God. Okay. You want to believe God with me. That as the church, as God wants to bless the church, God will use you as a channel. Which means God has to bless you first for the church to be blessed. You want to sow a seed to, I want to pray for you specially. You want to do that, please come and don't let me talk for a long time. Please come for my envelope. Nowadays, I've stopped talking for a long time. I've been traveling since last night. Please stand there, okay? I've been traveling since last. And please, this is a serious offering, so so, so a serious seed. Are you you understanding what I'm saying? Don't don't sow a hundred rand seed. Sow a seed that is commensurate with what we are believing God for. Maybe for you, hundred rands is your, is your, is a power. Because I see some of my hundred rands members having faith with me, and I believe they are faith. So I will not deny them. All I'm saying is that I don't want to now start for fifty rands, 
200, 500, 5,000. So then it's like I'm here, I'm sweating. I'm already sweating. It's hot. The, the sun is enough to make me sweat. So, who can you? Have you started your new school? Not yet. Okay. Hey, 60. Wow. Oh, my son, how are you? I haven't seen you. The other guy, okay. Who, who, who doesn't? Oh, brother, your lobola is coming. Yeah, special door for your lobola. Lolo, did I give you one? Thank you, ma. Wow. Thank you, my dear. Anybody else? Oh, please, make way so that those who don't have, they can also have. Wow. Hey, how? Bless you. Who? Oh, wow. I'll come to your room service. Bussy. What a... What a blessing. Okay. Unati. Wow. Oh. Bless you. Are you coming to me? Okay. If you are coming to me. I'm just asking so that. Uh, what's your name? Saza. Zaza. Sazi. Sazi. Ah, one of you are from Bongi. It's very powerful. Yeah, I trust. I trust. Look, you will be here. You see, God has blessed you with an opportunity to have a taxi. Amen. Yeah, God, God, see the way you are moving the people. Look, you either need a taxi or a baki. Yeah. Look, one of my pastors has been looking for a car to buy. When I asked him his budget, his budget was small. I mean, small budget. Budget is like a mouse. So I was wondering, which car is he? Is he a one person who's going to sit in the car? I was sitting there when he told me, within a mantle, he told, he told, originally he said he wants to, but I should pray for him to find a car. That's when I asked, what's your budget? Let me imagine the budget. I thought about it. Today's cars, we don't buy it with that type of money. I was sitting there when he sent me pictures of a car he had bought. When I look at the car and the budget, I was thinking, no, it doesn't balance. This, she's, he's playing a trick on me. Then he said, Bishop, if you hear the story how I bought the car, you will be shocked. So I woke up early and I drove to him. I said, how did you buy the car? He said, I was looking, I've been looking at some sites, these auction sites, and I saw a car. I saw this car. When I saw it, I didn't know who, what had been put in as a bid. But I just decided, let me, put, let me take some of my budget, eh? let me take some of it, do you get it, and bid. So he didn't even bid his whole budget. Too. He took some of the budget, then he put in the bid. And it was just before midnight, and the, the thing was closing at midnight. So he put in the bid. When he put in the bid, he, was, he didn't even believe what he was doing. So he was going to sleep when he saw that pain. When he went to check, his bid had been accepted. His bid had been accepted. And you know this auction, you have to pay a deposit. But he had not paid the deposit. 
So he quickly did an EFT and forwarded the proof of payment before they go and realize that this guy is not qualified to make a bid. When he went, no, not knowing, nobody had bid for the car. Nobody had bid. He could have even bid 10,000. Yeah, yeah. Look, he bought the car and he had changed from his... When I, I told Pastor, because my, my pastor, Pastor Lunga, is also looking for a car. I said, hey, let's go and find this site and let's start bidding. <laughs> let's start bidding because you need a car. Yeah. I mean, look, we all stood by. We were all in shock. We couldn't believe how much he bought that car for. But the reality, he told me, I'm sure God hid it from everybody. So people go on their site. They don't see, they don't see that car. He went to bid. Look, he said it was like 10 minutes to midnight, and the thing was closing at midnight. As soon as he bid, boom. Midnight, they said, hey. Sold. He went midnight, and he saw the, the thing on the car chain to sold. Sold. And he was the one. So, you don't know how, you don't know when, but God will do it in your life. If we are going to work with what we see, it won't work. If you, you, that's why we need faith. So that God can do what he wants to do. But if you are going to, uh, say, uh, when I put two and two to calculate, this is what it is. God cannot bless you. You have to believe God. And I'm believing God that you'll be shocked how God will move. And suddenly, you have you used to give a thousand. Suddenly, you have two thousand enough to give and to spare. Yeah. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for everyone who has taken this seed offering. Bless them. Open the two doors for them. One, open the door for them to have and be able to sow the seed this month in the name of Jesus. And Lord, Every blessing that is attached to this seed to make these ones into what you need them to be for the kingdom's sake. Let that door be open. Send angels, big angels, small angels from heaven to open these doors before them in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Sean, who's going to run this for me? I need an administrator. Come again. Eh? Lizzie has no envelope. Oh, Lizzie, yours is even special. God bless you. Yeah, yours is special. This, Senna Mills. Okay, please come up. Your dress is beautiful. Who's your husband? Wow, he's blessed. The guy with the special envelope. His blessing is double. Yeah, one is you and one is... The blessing that is coming. He's blessed, Pa. Don't tell him, but he's blessed. Yeah. Please, this is Sena Mile. Okay. Somebody's wife. As small as she is. You've been married for how many years? A year. Wow. What a blessing. Please, she's going to run this special offering. Not that you give the offering to her. That we have this account. Do you get it? You can wire it into the account. If you write into the account, still write your name on your envelope and come for a prayer. Do you get whichever pastor is here on the day, you come with your envelope and then the pastor will pray with you. Okay? 
if you want to bring it cash also, you put it in the envelope, write your name on it, and you come and give it. But please don't be surprised if she contacts you to just check. Do, do, do you get it? How many of you have your phones? Please take out your phone. Let's do something special. Okay. Just a second. Don't go far. Just take your phone. I want you to do something special. You are the same person who's typing at the back. This number, does it work on WhatsApp? It doesn't. Okay. I wanted all of us to... Can somebody type for you? Yeah. Put Senna's number up here for us. Okay. And then I want you to send a WhatsApp message to that number with your name and what you want to give. You don't have an envelope. Oh, one of my sweet children who has become a girl, a lady now. Wow. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Please type it. Type, we are closing. We are closing. As soon as it's one o'clock in Zimbabwe, we will close. Okay. One o'clock in Zimbabwe, we will close. What's the number? What's the number? Uh, it's new. I don't know. Oh, it's new. Ah, you are the one with some new number. What type of phone is this? Zero six seven. Uh huh. She's also a good person to have as your friend. So this is your chance. You can't say you don't have a friend in the church. She is the one who controls all the pictures. Or when you come to church, you smile. They take a nice picture. If she's your friend, she will send it to you. Okay. Yeah. So this number, and then please send a WhatsApp to it with your name. Even if you know her already, send a WhatsApp to it with your name so that we can collate. This is the modern way of doing things. You just send a message, and then it's not now we can we start writing. What's your name? Dlamini. What's your name? No, 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 no. Just send a message to it. All right? And then we'll be blessed. Okay. Once you send... The WhatsApp, she will also send you the options, how to pay, where to pay to, the account number. If you want to bring it cash, she will deal with you on that. All right? Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for your obedience. Look, God rewards patience. God rewards obedience. So even as we are, you're already sowing seeds that bring blessings. May your life be filled with blessings on every side. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. You may, be, you may go back to your seat. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.